G's, everybody. Welcome to Wednesday. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Final day of March, Big J. We've had it up to here with this month, and it's coming to an end. It's the 31st. Thanks for hanging out with us. Yeah. Big J, grade your March. Uh, you know what? It's pretty damn good. A. You give right. it an A. All right. Man. Dude, that's nice. Is it because been you've been happy time. with people around you uh, helping out with Big J's Beard Brigade? Yeah, it's gone really, really well. Uh, amazingly. Uh, so many um, awesome, generous persons and people. Uh, people. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, so uh, very, very uh, amazed at the response to that, and it was a short amount of time, and uh, that thing, uh, today it does its death walk. Uh, that's probably not what you want to call it. No? It's going to die. No, listen, only to be reborn, a la Superman. Unless you're not planning on growing it back, it's really only a temporary setback. Uh, yeah. I mean, you're growing it back, right? Yeah, it's yeah. going to be a while, though. Yeah. Well, it, it, it doesn't take you as long as you think. But well, yeah. I, 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 I also am shaving it down for a particular reason. Correct. So uh, it's going to be a while before it's back to this beautiful mane of beardy. And that's happening at what time today? 4 p.m. And uh, you can check that out. Well, I mean, we'll share the stream on the morning after stream. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to come from the official Big J page, I think. That was the plan anyway. So... Um, God, I hope you know. Well, I, I yeah, 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 okay. I, I guess I'm in charge. So, yeah, it'll come <laughs> off the official Big J page. We'll share it on the uh, morning after page, probably the Beardsmith page. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, check it out today. If you have given, thank you. If you have not yet, hey, there's still today to do so, right? Yeah, and, uh, you know, the Boise Beardsmith especially, $10 for a raffle ticket. We'll draw those winners uh, during the stream. So, very cool. We talked to Wendy uh, last week. There's a lot of cool raffle prizes attached yeah. to this as well, which is why you want to get in on it. So hopefully you have a chance to donate and check out the street. So my March has been great. How about yours? Uh, mine's been okay. I, I would say fair to Midland. I cannot complain. Uh, I got the first uh, vaccine shot yesterday. Yeah. Uh, went in uh, pretty much right after the show. I-, I was, you know, really, really impressed with the process of it all. Because I went to one of the vaccine centers, you know, it wasn't like my, my right. private doctor or anything like that. I ended up going to the St. Luke's one downtown, uh, which they have set up off of Park Center Boulevard. And it was super easy. Uh, it was super convenient. I had just uh, by by mere chance and happenstance uh, was able to squeeze in the day before I checked out something on, um, on my chart on my St. Luke's thing. And they said, you're available for it. If you want to schedule one, click here. And I did. Dang. And, uh, and boom, I was able to get in the next day. Uh, and I walked in and they, they, you know, there's a gentleman there and he told me to, you know, he, he made me switch out my mask. I had to wear a particular type of mask. And so I did that. And then, uh, you know, you, they follow you in and they, they line you up and then they give you your vaccination card <laughs> and they schedule your follow-up appointment for shot number two. And then you're escorted into a very small line and, uh, they sit you down and they go over some of the stuff, the, the paperwork that you're given so that you understand exactly what you're getting and some of the side effects that could happen and then they want you to monitor stuff just in case and uh, and then they give you the shot and then you have to hang out there for 15 minutes because if you have any kind of allergic reaction to it, that's when it's going to go down. They want to make sure you're actually in a, around medical professionals if that happens and uh, everything was fine. Absolutely nobody that I was there with had any kind of reaction to it and off you went and you're back out to your day and so there's shot number one and shot number two will come in about three weeks 
and uh, we'll talk a little bit about how you can get yours as well. Uh, and then, uh, and then, yeah, it was fine. I mean, arm soreness is really the only thing that I that I had to deal with, uh, and it really wasn't that bad. Wasn't that bad. So all is well. I'm happy. I'm uh, happy that shot number one is down and one more to go. And we'll have some news about that this morning on top of Big J's movie review. All sorts of other fun will happen on the show today. An opportunity to win some stuff from us as well. And then we're going to have Trent Reznor talk about things like making sweet, sweet love. Nine Inch Nails, it's closer. It's kicking off the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X Rocks. In the news today. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by The Advocates. If you have been injured because of another person's negligence, The Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. Hey, Big J. Yeah. You deserve an advocate. I hope it's not out of bounds of me to say that. Hey, it's not. You're right. The Central District Health Department uh, announced that all Idahoans yesterday over the age of 16 are now officially available for and eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine. The CDH, which has jurisdiction over Ada, Boise, Elmore, and Valley County, said all residents within the health district who are 16 years of age or older are now immediately eligible for the vaccine. Uh, The announcement set CDH nearly uh, fully a week ahead of Governor Brad Little's timeline to make the vaccines open to all Idahoans by April 5th. Uh, And so they got it done earlier yesterday. Uh, The district is receiving larger allotments of vaccines, and recent talks with healthcare providers indicated there will be enough vaccines and availability to open the eligibility to all ages. Currently, only the Pfizer vaccine is available for uh, Idahoans ages 16 to 17 because Moderna and Janssen vaccines are not authorized for children of that age just yet. So that's what's going on. But again, it's not like a free-for-all, everybody. You do have to set an appointment. Everything is done by appointment only. And so you have to make sure you jump on the uh, either St. Luke's or other whatever vaccination site that you choose to set an appointment. And, uh, you know, obviously with the demand in kind of high, you may have to wait a little bit now, but it is still ahead of schedule, which is kind of nice. Or you could get lucky and get in the following day. Who knows? Or the same day. You never know until you actually try. Like you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, again, uh, this is before it was open up to everybody. But right. still, it, it was it was one of those deals where uh, it was just dumb luck that I happened to check it and said I was available and clicked the link. And there was a time that was available for me the following day. You could be that lucky. It could be same day. Who knows? Uh, you only know if you check it out for yourself. So do that. And know that if you're 16 or years of age or older, that Pfizer vaccine is available for you. And if you're uh, 18 years of older, as I was telling Big J, you have the opportunity to choose your vaccine in some places. You can actually do that. So you can do a little bit of research and decide which one you want and then figure out which one's right for you and go from there. So uh, cool. it's entirely up to you, but it is nice that things are open ahead of schedule. How rare to have that particular thing happen, right? Yeah. UCLA upset top seed in Michigan last night, 51-49, to become only the fifth number 11 seed to reach the Final Four in the men's basketball tournament. Congratulations to the Bruins. They also were the second team ever to play a first four game and make it to the Final Four. VCU did that about 10 years ago. Uh, In the other night's Elite Eight game, it wasn't nearly as close. Gonzaga just completely dominated USC, 85-66 the final score. Uh, They are now 30-0, Big J, 30-0, and And, uh, they have got UCLA in their next particular game in the Final Four. Uh, Baylor and Houston will play the other Final Four game, and that's going to happen, of course, on Saturday. Scary moment, however, during the Gonzaga-USC game last night as referee Burt Smith collapsed during the first half of the game. 
uh, between those two teams. He was taken off the court on a gurney, but he was sitting up, appeared to be talking. Apparently, he was feeling a little bit lightheaded, uh, but he was alert and stable and decided not to be taken to the hospital. The uh, TBS crew said he wasn't feeling that great. He was replaced by a standby referee, but that's all the updates we have. It was a little bit freaky last night when he went down, but he seemed to be okay, at least when they were gurneying him off the court. Uh, Big J, Drew Barrymore has decided now is the time to launch a magazine. I'm not sure if that's a good idea or a bad idea. I mean, it's nice that the brand is expanding for her, but uh, you know anybody that's got a magazine subscription that's yeah. not a doctor or dentist? Oprah. A subscription? Well, I mean, you also no, have she to... stopped making the magazine. You, But it's not just a physical. It's also an, a digital. Right, but it, so, and it's I also mean... quarterly, too. Uh, it's not something that's out every single week I or every magazines. single month. You I do? Still, yeah. What do you get? God, a whole a bunch of all, all. Now I don't believe you. Okay, uh, let's see. Food Network, all recipes. Uh, there's a gardening magazine that we get. Nice. Look at you, dude. Yes, yeah, so go to hell. All right. Your theories. I'm that just are saying. False. It's it's interesting to me. Uh, she is working with Bauer Media to put the magazine out. Uh, and so she says it's like a dream come true, uh, but uh, the Drew debut issue will only be available at Walmart stores, Big J, on June 14th. Yay! And then it will hit newsstands uh, nationwide on June 21st. So that's when it's all happening. But Drew's not messing around, man. Since she launched that talk show, she has her own line of cookware. She has her own line of makeup. I mean, she's turning this thing into a uh, whole franchise. She wants to be an emperor. She wants to be the next Oprah. And who could blame her? I mean, you know, uh, if you have the opportunity to do that everybody hates ellen now so why yeah not, right? yeah i mean ellen opened the door for this because she's a terrible person apparently in in, in real life and so drew barrymore probably sweetheart uh from, from my interaction with drew barrymore couldn't have been nicer big j i mean the, the look of fear in her eyes was very yeah. real but other than that she seemed all very, the ones very nice. in my mind great as well <laughs> there you go morning after with nick and big j there's your first round of important stuff Placebo Pure Morning here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. And Big J spent his pure evening watching a movie called Big Time Adolescence on Hulu yesterday as part of Streaming Dumbass. He was not into it when he selected it because he wasn't into the cast. So now we turn to him, Big J, and was the cast to turn off throughout the entire thing? Yeah, let's talk about that cast uh, starring Griffin uh, Griffin Cluck. Or Gluck, he is uh, playing Monroe, who's about 16 here in this movie. He's uh, He's been in a few things. Uh, then you got Pete Davidson. He plays a character named Zeke. Uh, and uh, Zeke basically is is older. He's in his 20s and was dating uh, Griffin Cluck's uh, sister. And uh, they became friends. And it, this this movie is basically, it's like a realistic version of Superbad. You know, what would happen if you had some kids and they, uh, they about the whole party thing and what might, might really happen happen and basically uh what i mean by that is that uh the uh, monroe and zeke become friends and it's kind of a weird dynamic because you know he is is young adolescent and and zeke is, is an older dude and you know those two are in a different kind of space right you should be anyways and You'd hope yeah and zeke is more into the partying and uh he he ends up uh getting uh monroe into the partying but but he doesn't really want to party which is kind of an interesting aspect he doesn't want to do drugs and stuff he, he just kind of ends up a happenstance he just i don't know he's learning life lessons it's a weird dynamic that's happening between them and um and then what ends up happening is uh the kid Monroe uh, ends up becoming kind of popular because he's able to get drugs, Nick. 
Oh, because Zeke's a drug dealer. Yeah, basically, uh, he becomes a drug dealer, and uh, that, that's kind of where this goes. But not in a serious, serious kind of manner. It's just, um, I don't know, So there's there's a little bit of darkish humor in that, I guess. The worst performance came from John Cryer, if you can believe that. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, he's totally mailed it in here. Uh, he plays the father in this whole situation. Wait, and- is he Pete Davidson's father? No, he's... Uh, he's That's too bad. They, they kind of look alike. Do they, yeah, sense. I don't know about that. Uh, he's a little pudgy uh, nowadays, John Cryer is, and, and much older. And then you got Machine Gun <laughs> Kelly, who is Pete Davidson's uh, friend in this. Uh, and so those are the two guys I'm like, oh, man, I don't... What I want to see these guys, and I'll be honest with you, I've never seen them in anything, and I had absolutely no reason to think any of those things. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly, actually, a pretty good actor, and Pete Davidson uh, is is funny. He looks weird, and he's always going to look weird to me, but uh, he certainly has some good comic timing. Obviously, he's on Saturday Night Live, so uh, it was not as bad as I was anticipating. And overall, I actually kind of dug the movie. Look at this now. Yeah. Uh, did it now? You never saw. Obviously, you haven't because you didn't. You, this is your first Pete Davidson movie, but you had some interest in King of Staten Island, right? Yeah, I'll totally watch that now. Yeah, you should. I mean, yeah. I'll be curious because I watched it. That's the only Pete Davidson movie I have watched because I was kind of. I don't know. He puts me off as well. But uh, I was fine with his performance in it. The movie's got some other issues that I would love if, to find out if you have the same issues with it as I did. But uh, I was not put off by him at all in that particular movie. I don't know. There's just something about him that that is all. I don't know what puts him off about me. I really don't. Yeah, he just looks so punchable. <laughs> but and then when I see him and stuff, I'm like, yeah, it's not that bad, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So and, yeah. And uh, Machine Gun Kelly, the best part about him, he he did not play any music in this. <laughs> uh, he's the guy who kind of wound up getting all the drugs. But I could see where he he could be a really really good actor, or more than likely, he's. Um, he, he, he actually put in a pretty good performance, so there you go. There you go. And uh, it, it was a pretty good movie overall, Big Yeah, approved? yeah, totally approved, man. Right. It's, uh, it, was, it was not bad at all. It's fun. He wasn't into it. It turned him around all the way through. Would you classify it as a comedy, or is yeah, it more yeah, like a dramedy? Yeah. Or? yeah, it's a comedy. Okay, it, okay. It's a little more serious than, you know, say, Super Bad or Can't Hardly Wait, but it's in that kind of vein. So, uh, it is available for you to watch on Hulu. Hulu so far, one for one in streaming dumbass movies that Big J has selected. He says it's worth your time. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been injured due to another person's negligence, The Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com you deserve an advocate and big j i'm pissed oh no i'm straight up living Uh oh because it was this time yesterday that i sat here integrity in hand and told you about how volkswagen was changing their name at least for their electronic cars to volkswagen and we all loved the play on words and thought it was a fantastic idea and really enjoyed the fact that a company was having a little bit of fun originally i was like eh volkswagen Remember I got the word wrong? Yes, yes. Uh, But now it turns out, like, the company released a statement after the story started to take off. We're like, hey, 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 it's just an early April Fool's Day joke, everybody. And first of all, (laughs) number one, listen, there's no such thing as an early April Fool's Day joke. 
from yeah. companies. Do you understand? <laughs> yeah. That's just you lying about something. You screwed up. You can't tell us something three full days before April Fool's Day and then say, oh, we were just joshing you. It was an early April Fool's Day joke. You because could... that ruins the sanctimony of April Fool's Day. Now, you could promote it. Of course. And tease it. You can say we've got some news coming. There's no problem with that. And then, you know, of course, anything that happens on April 1st is fair game. If you fall for it, we always warn you it's your own fault. But you can't blame people for taking you at your word when you do something that's not on the day it's supposed to be done and what it's for. So uh, they they released a statement saying that the, the company it was designed to be an announcement in the spirit of April Fool's Day, and so they did it a couple of days early to throw people off the scent, and all that does is piss me off and make me want to have nothing to do with that company. Ooh. Yeah, that's right. I said it. Said it out loud. Uh, I just uh, I just have no interest in in that particular thing because it's just it's weird. Like, I mean, I get it that, you know, April Fool's Day, especially on the internet these days, everything is harder to fool people. But number one, you don't have to do an April Fool's Day thing. It is not required of law by you as a brand to do an April Fool's Day joke. Yeah, we don't do it. Number two, right. Well, that's because... Not anymore. It's so, it's so, uh, it's so bad. There's been problems in the past. There have been problems in the past. Uh, and then, uh, you know, the other part of it is, you know, if you're not going to do it... in, It's like, what, what's the difference between doing it on, like, uh, February 3rd? And then if something goes terribly wrong or people seem to think it's a bad idea, you can just go, hey, hey. Just mess around, man. It was an April Fool's Day joke. Just a couple months early. A couple months early. And so that makes everything you say all of a sudden seem a little bit less honest. So go to hell, Volkswagen. Uh, you should change your whole name to Volkswagen or I've got no interest in any party. So I was upset, uh, but the, the CEO was talking to the AP and said that, hey, listen, April Fool's Day jokes are common in marketing. And so it's not, it's not rare that we mislead reporters. And it's like, yeah, jerk, on April Fool's Day, they're not common. Or they're, they're common, but not not on April Fool's Day. It just makes you a liar. And you just wanted to get cheap advertising for uh, something. So hopefully this blows up in their face. That's exactly what I'm looking for, Big J. People to get ups- as upset as I am uh, about the uh, the company lying about their yeah. change. Go to hell. NFL owners yesterday approved uh, extending the regular season by one game. We're officially getting 17 games in the NFL next season. It does reduce the preseason by one game to three games now. This will be the first time in 43 years the regular season has been increased. Uh, back when it went from 14 to 16 games in 1978, Big J, back when you were still in short pants. Because of the change, the Super Bowl will move back a week next year, so it's going to be happening on February 13th now. Well, Happy wait Valentine's a Day. Now, oh, gosh. What? Oh, I was going to say that that may have put uh, President's Day in play, but... Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's a moving target, so... I don't know. You're right. You're right. But, uh, yeah, we will see what ends up happening. But February 13th is now the Super Bowl. They announced the games that are going to tack on to the, uh, the schedule. Do you know who the 49ers are playing in their Week 17 matchup? I didn't, uh, I didn't see. I know the Packers have to play at the Chiefs, and I'm like, oh, boy, thanks a lot for that. That's the, that's well, the hey, at least the, maybe now the morning after Fantasy Football League will wrap up a week early. It will not. Uh, now it's going to go what? all the way until Week no! 19. We're going to Week 19, Listen, baby. It's going to be a coup. Uh, yeah, no, it actually will. Uh, will will go 16 weeks still for the uh, the morning after fantasy football league. That's the uh, that's the rule. At least I hope so. Again, you know these decisions aren't up to me. Yeah, they are. No, they're actually not. Uh, how about we talk a little bit about Stained? Uh, they have announced they're going to release their first album in nine years on May 7th, dude. 
The project is is called Live. It's been a while, and it was recorded at the band's comeback show in Connecticut on October 2019. Uh, it will be accompanied by The Return of Stained, a two-part global streaming series. The series launches with Stained Live. It's been a while, that particular concert, which streams globally on May 1st. And then uh, they will follow it up with another live performance coming up on May 8th, which is the 20th anniversary of Breaking the Cycle, and they will perform that album in its entirety. Nice. And so uh, that is going to be one now, while the uh, the live from It's Been a While show is kind of in the can, the show that they recorded already, this uh, Break the Cycle one they're going to do live is going to be a new performance that they're going to do, uh, but there will be no in-person in attendance kind of a thing. Uh, tickets for both streaming events are available at stainedlive.com. And so it's nice to see some stuff from Stained. Now, keep in mind, uh, it's not new music that we're getting from Stained, so there's that, but it is a new album from Stained. Just a live version of some music. So you can check out a new album and two live streaming concerts from Stained in the month of May. The Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Dominican Republic is where we are headed for today's We're Going to Hell Story, Big J. Okay. And I can say with all honesty, I've I've never been on the run from the law, you know? I, I've never had a situation where I've had to hide out from authority figures. And so, a lamb? I'm not an expert in this particular thing, but I can imagine that, you know, if you are somebody that is on the run from the authorities and you have been somewhat successful... It can be easy to drop your guard a little bit. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, band on the run. No. Band on the run. I know what you're trying to do, but no. Okay. Uh, It is one of those (laughs) deals where, you know, I'm sure, like, it's incredibly stressful all the time if you get pulled over or, God forbid, you're around somebody uh, that is a police officer. I'm sure it's fairly stressful. And maybe that first year, two, three years, who knows? is something that is fairly crazy. But if you've gone five years without being caught and you're on the run, I imagine a little bit of confidence starts to slip in. Or maybe, you know, I've actually got away with it. Holy cow. And that's what's happening. We have a story of a 53-year-old gentleman named Mark Bart who uh, has been on the run from Italian officials for the last five years. He is an Italian mobster that has been on the run for the last five years. He's part of a notorious crime family in Europe, and he was wanted for trafficking cocaine. Uh, He apparently had been doing that for a very long time, was very good at it, got caught, and then was wanted. But uh, he got away, and then he ditched the entire country and, I guess, had moved to the Dominican Republic for five years. He had a house there. Neighbors all knew who he was. He was, he, He didn't change his first name. His name was Mark. His last name was Claude, though. That's what he decided to change his name to. So he had a different last name. Mark, of course, a common name. So I can't imagine that would give him away. Uh, and he, his neighbors all loved him and uh, obviously was also a huge fan of his cooking, his Italian cooking. You know, in the Dominican Republic, they didn't get a lot of good Italian food. This guy's from Italy. He could cook it up a little bit, make you some pasta fagioli. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, gnocchi. And, <laughs> and so... Uh, one of his neighbors recommended to him, he's like, hey man, why don't you go on this really popular YouTube cooking show and showcase some of your Italian oh. <laughs> uh, cooking skills? And Mark is like, yeah, okay. And so he didn't tell them why, 
But when he went to the cooking show, he's like, listen, I'm happy to show you how to cook some Italian dishes, but just don't show my face. I'm really yeah, shy. You got to blur out my face. I, I don't I don't want to have my face out there. And the guys are like, yeah, totally cool. Of course. And so they did that. They blurred out his face as they, he was allowed to cook. I don't know if they explained why his face was blurred out in the video, but they did. But they showed him making a couple of pasta videos. And I don't really know how it got connected to the Italian police, but Italian police pick up on this particular video because uh, while they blurred out his face, they didn't blur out his hands and arms, and it showed some pretty distinctive tattoos that Mark had had uh, that kind of gave away his identity. And so when the Italian police found uh, this particular video, they're like, hey, that's that's uh, that's Mark Bartha we've been looking for for the last five years. Hey, we're going to go get that guy. I'm not sure how they turned into New Yorkers, but Big J and I made that happen. <laughs> Isn't that the way they sound in Italy? Yes, I believe it is. That is a perfect Italian accent. And so uh, they went down to the Dominican Republic and they were able to arrest him and capture him uh, and because he basically accidentally had his tattoos out there on the internet and all because he wanted to show off his cooking skills. He ended up getting caught and he was living perfectly fine for five years in the Dominican Republic so that's a lesson for you uh, blur out everything if you're a fugitive I guess or maybe just don't go on an internet cooking show yeah that you know the the world of fame is, is behind you it's in the past right uh, I mean I'm sure it's flattering to have everybody want to eat your cooking and then you know maybe just maybe get a little bit of notoriety for it but uh, you got to remember, at the back of your head, I'm also on the run for trafficking cocaine, and I probably need to be careful. But he was arrested, and he was extradited to Milan, Italy, and that is where he will go on trial. So, there's that. Uh, now he'll be cooking pasta in jail, slicing garlic with a razor blade like Goodfellas. You understand? It's got to be real thin. It's got to be thin. So... Uh, a lesson for everybody. Don't cook if you're a fugitive. Morning After with Naked Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X-Rock. <laughs> Rage Against the Machine Gorilla Radio here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. And sometimes, Big J, beer can be a fantastic thing. Oh, can it? Sure. Not Sometime. to me. <laughs> no, no. Uh, not to somebody that's allergic to it. But it certainly can be if, uh, of course, uh, you're looking to relax the day away a little bit or maybe you're looking to have a little bit of fun with friends as long as you do it in moderation. And sometimes it can be done for a really good cause. You may remember there was a joke last year kind of in the midst of the pandemic about uh, somebody uh, may need a uh, what's called a emotional support beer. You know, something to help you get you through the doldrums of the day. Sure. That was happening in the midst of the pandemic. But now there is one in actual real life. You got to give it up to New York-based microbrewery called Woodstock Brewing. They have created an IPA because, of course, they did. A Citra IPA that comes in fairly colorful cans that reads emotional support beer. And so it's your opportunity to pop open a can and feel a little bit better about yourself. But it's not just a cute little in-joke. It's also doing something pretty nice. The uh, proceeds from the actual beer, it's a limited-time brew. It will go to what's called Operation at Ease. It is a charity that pairs shelter dogs with deserving veterans and first responders that may need some actual emotional support 
in their day-to-day lives or even in their jobs. And so they're using the beer to give to a very, very good charity. Uh, to create the beer, they ended up collaborating with uh, Floyd Hayes. He's a man who made headlines in early 2020 for trying to register a pint of beer as emotional support animal under the USA Service Dog registration. Obviously, that didn't work. Nope. Good, but, good try, though. Yep. And so they actually went to him and said, hey, listen, we like your idea. We want to use it for a charity event. You want to help us develop a flavor of beer? And he said, yes, I would. Thank you for recognizing the joke. And I'm glad that it's going to a good cause. And so uh, they helped develop the beer and it sold out almost immediately there at the brewery in uh, Woodstock, New York. So they made a whole bunch more and local retailers throughout the Hudson Valley and Eastern New York have stocked up on it. And they're looking to give a little bit of money back to a good charity. But it's nice to see uh, beer can have a little bit of fun and also give a little bit back. And isn't that the whole point, I guess? Yeah, absolutely. Of this whole little trip around this Blue Marble of ours. So uh, good job by Woodstock Brewery. Uh, Nice to have a little bit of fun. And that charity, again, that is put together called Operation at Ease sounds like a really good one uh, that uh, helps out with uh, veterans as well as first responders. So nicely done. Uh, And they do ship all over the country if you want to help out you can check out the woodstock brewing website for your own emotional support beer to market <laughs> important stuff on the morning after with nick and big J. the important stuff is brought to you by the advocates if you've been injured due to another person's negligence the advocates are here for you Call 208-471-4444. Chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Probably shouldn't surprise you, Big J, that one of the first things people are getting ready to do once they get out of the pandemic mode and everybody's vaccinated is... Let's party it up, dude. New study by Yvette and one poll found that 42% of Americans plan to throw a, quote, huge party once officials declare the pandemic is over and one third of Americans plan to say absolutely to every invitation they get for the following year, even ones that they would have turned down in the past, like weddings, baby showers, bachelor, bachelorette parties, whatever it is, they're going. Additionally, just over one quarter, 26% plan on redoing their 2020 birthday since they weren't able to celebrate it. They feel ripped off. Got to have another birthday. Jeez. Uh, But that doesn't mean that people still aren't a little anxious about socializing. Of course, of those surveyed, about uh, 44% feel like they've become more awkward because of being isolated over the past year. And 48% worry about not being able to make small talk when it's safe to get together with others again because it's been so long. Come on, small talk? Well, uh, let's be honest. I mean, you know, uh, the other part of it is your life hasn't been full of a whole lot of adventures in the last year, usually, right? A lot of small talk has been, hey, man, what have you been up to? And the answer has been, I've been s- sitting at home. I've been watching my TV. What have you, you been up to? And that's the end of the conversation. So small talk makes it a little bit more difficult unless you're completely unless, you know, new. Unless you've gone through a Dutch drive through and then you're used to that. Right. And then they're all touchy and feely and want to uh, talk to you about your entire life. And you're just like, oh, whatever. Give me my, give me my coffee! Uh, so, you may uh, not be alone in the whole awkwardness situation, but you're also not alone if you want to get out and actually be around people. That's, that's a real need. It's an understandable one. It's the one that hasn't gone away. It's just looking more and more likely that it could be a thing again, which is nice. 
And your final four is set after last night. UCLA upset Michigan on the men's side of the ledger, 51-49. So there goes the number one seed. The number 11 Bruins are going to take on the number one overall seed in Gonzaga, who just dismantled USC 85-66 last night. They are the third undefeated team to make it to the final four since the bracket expanded to 64 teams back in 1985. But nobody's ever won it since that point undefeated uh they're gonna play each other on saturday along with number one baylor and number two houston that's the other final four team so you got two number ones a number two and a number 11 seed in the final four on the men's side of the ledger uh and the nfl owners yesterday approved extending the regular season to one game by 17 games that's officially happening they will also reduce the preseason games by one so now we're just down to three this will be the first time in 43 years that the regular season has been increased since it went from 14 games to 16 back in 1978. Uh, because of the increase in games, the Super Bowl is moving back a week. It's going to happen on February 13th now. Uh, that is when the Super Bowl will happen. It's a week later than it would have normally happened had that be the case. Were you a Thundercats fan when you were a kid, Big J? No, not really. No. Yeah, me either. I didn't get into I mean, I knew it was a thing, but like uh, I was into other cartoons at the time. I watched some episodes, of course. Uh, Lionel, I remember the name of the lead Thundercat, but I wasn't a super huge fan, but uh, there are plenty of them out there, and Thundercats is coming back. Reboot time. Uh, Adam Wingard is going to be at the helm. He is the uh, guy that created Godzilla vs. Kong. He directed that movie, and he will create a computer-animated adaptation of the 80s cartoon for Warner Brothers. Don't know if it's a movie or if it's an ongoing series, but you can get a little sneak peek at how good or bad Adam is at his job because Godzilla vs. Kong is now officially streaming on HBO Max uh, as of today. So you can check it out if you're inclined, Big J. Will you be checking out Godzilla v. Kong? Uh, yeah, no, I don't think so. No. I haven't gotten to the Snyder universe thing yet, so... Well, I, I mean, I'm talking about, is it on your to-do list? Yeah, probably a year from now. Have you watched King of Monsters yet? Nope. I can't imagine you can get into this one without that. There's... Yeah, no, I, that's the problem, okay. is i got to watch that Yeah, first. It, that one's not very good, at least in my opinion. So we'll see how uh, Godzilla vs. Kong is. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We got your pop culture smackdown in a few... <laughs> Smackdown on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, great prize here for you today. If you beat me in Pop Culture Smackdown, we have a ticket for you to check out uh, Phil Somo and the Illegals in the uh, vulgar display of Pantera virtual live concert that he's going to be doing. Uh, should be really, really cool. That's happening on uh, April 9th. So let's get you situated. Again, you just got to beat me pop culture smackdown. You can enjoy it live. You can check it out at your leisure. Either way, you'll get a free pass to it if you want to get on the phone right now and play a little game called Pop Culture Smackdown. Our phone number, 208-287-1003. The catch is, you must defeat Big J in the process, meaning you must be on the phone when Big J gets a question wrong in order to claim this prize. If you think you got what it takes, let's see. Hello, the X. Hey. Good morning. What's your name, please? Hannah. All right, Hannah, you're up first. Hannah, back in 1991, who became the very first American woman to land a triple axle jump in competitive figure skating? Here's your hint. She did not get along well with Nancy Kerrigan. Tanya Harding? Right. Tanya Harding is correct. Big J to you. 
Former guest of the morning after Ian Zeering, Big J, is famous for Sharknado. He also was a pretty big deal on Beverly Hills 90210. Give me the first or last name of his character. Uh, Ian. No, you think he went by a different yeah, pronunciation I, of his real name. Wrong. Yeah. No, 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 no. Any Anything real, guess? No, I, I have no idea. Did you never watch Zane? that show? Hell no. Oh, really? 90210? Yeah. What was I, some sort of preppy prep boy? Oh. No. Preppy prep. Did you yeah. watch Melrose Place? No, oh. I was a kid. I thought you watched Melrose Place and Beverly Hills 90. Hell no. For some reason. Uh, either way, that is incorrect. Uh, the Hannah that officially makes you a winner, did you know off the off the top of your head? No. He was Steve Sanders, big chief. Right. Little what a, Stevie Sanders. What a dumb name. That is not what he said when we had Ian on the phone. I'll let you know that. Uh, Hannah, hang on one yeah, second. You played dumb Steve Sanders. What a dumb name on your dumb TV show. Yeah, click. <laughs> Too bad we didn't do that to Gutenberg. No, Mahoney. Mahoney. Uh, congratulations, Hannah. You've got the Phil Anselmola tickets. We'll have another chance at those tomorrow with your pop culture smackdown. We'll be doing headlines. That's happening next to the X-Rock. Huh. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by Team Mazda. Boy, howdy, do they have a pretty cool setup there at GoTeamMazda.com, including the I pre-check button. You hear about it all the time on the X, so if you need yourself a car loan do-over, check out the website, GoTeamMazda.com. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Hey, nice work, officer. Genius marketing and way to harsh my buzz. Way to harsh my buzz. This dress code apparently includes odors, Big J. A restaurant in Michigan is making it known that their requirements for, quote, proper attire include certain limitations on odors, specifically those of the marijuana kind. The Cactus Club in Detroit recently redid its dress code on Facebook, stating in no uncertain terms that the smell of marijuana is not welcome inside their business. Boo! They said, quote, seriously, people, hoodies and jerseys, not business attire. Neither are ball caps and sneakers. And more importantly, if you smell like marijuana, don't even think of stepping inside of the Cactus Club, reads the message. What a bunch of bourgeois jerks. Bunch of bougies. Can wear hats? Or sneakers? Or hoodies? Boy, you and I would not be welcome there, I'll tell you, you what. You come in here in a suit and tie and be a square. I don't know what that club is. I don't know if it's a fancy place. But, you know, I, I suppose I wouldn't be shocked if, like, you know, Roos Chris put out a statement that was similar to that. Outside of the marijuana thing, I suppose. But, you know, they have kind of a dress code, yeah. right? I'm going to come in with my Metallica shirt, order a $60 steak, and throw it on the floor. Now to be clear, they haven't done that, so oh. you shouldn't you shouldn't have vitriol towards them. This is just something that I'm God, I want to go there so bad right now. <laughs> well, what's stopping you? I don't think they're open right now. Uh, nice work, officer, or genius marketing? Genius marketing. One way to bring your attention to your real estate listing: a woman in Boston, Massachusetts, recently noticed a real estate for sale sign in her neighborhood that was totally normal, except for the addition of a sign on top that read, quote, not haunted. Margot Bloomstein shared the photo of the sign on Twitter. She added that she reached out to the real estate agency to get the story on the sign, but they didn't know anything about it, so the internet has decided the sign was likely a prank. But that being said, that's a brilliant way for your real estate listing to get some attention. You know what I mean? It's not haunted, so obviously you're not, you know, putting up any kind of weird expectations for it, but... 
it's also probably a pretty big attention getter, right? Yeah. I mean, you're not going to need that around these parts because real estate listings are, they don't even get printed before yeah, they're sold. Yeah, you can say piece of junk crap home. <laughs> now, 400000 Now sale. accepting 100000 over asking price. But in places where it could be a struggle to actually sell, this could be a really, really smart way to go. We'll see what ends up happening. But uh, I like the not haunted sign. And it gives you a little bit of sense of security, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. We'll wrap it up with nice work, officer. And pretending to be a police officer is really never a good plan, especially if you're an adult. Do you understand? But police in Altoona, Pennsylvania, say on Sunday, 29-year-old Caitlin Light walked up to a woman sitting on her porch, held up her bare hand as if she were flashing a badge, and then she declared she's a police officer. Light told the woman that there were about 18 children she had to get out of the basement of a neighbor's house. And while the woman watched, Light tried to get into the adjacent home's basement windows. When she failed at doing that, she walked up to the front porch of the home. The two residents inside told police that Light just walked in and she yelled, everybody get out, before telling them she was a cop. When the residents then asked to see proof, she again held up her empty hand and said, that's my badge. She then was pushed out of the house physically by the residents and walked between the two houses before she fell down in the alley a couple times. Police and other witnesses who saw Light said she appeared to be very much under the influence at the time. Police confronted her and found her with two different syringes, Big J. Three, uh, bun- uh, two small plastic bags filled with an unknown substance. So she was arrested on several charges, uh, including impersonating a police officer. So it uh, doesn't sound like it was a good uh, night for that young lady. And probably not a good idea to pretend you're a police officer either. And certainly, if you're just flashing your hand saying that's my badge, it should be a warning to anybody that's come in contact with you that she is, in fact, not a police officer. Uh, no matter how much she was yelling that she wanted you to get out of your own home. You understand, yeah. AJ? So, uh, the good news is nobody got hurt. The bad news is she was probably on a whole lot of drugs at the time. That is Pop Evil. That is Breathe Again here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J on the X-Rocks. Big J, please tell us how our favorite restaurants are going to be changing. Well, hey, you know, uh, innovation uh, is, comes about uh, when uh, there's desperation sometimes, and the restaurant industry has certainly been through it with the pandemic, Nick. But uh, some interesting changes are coming to some of our favorite places, uh, like Pizza Hut, who is redesigning thousands of its restaurants, going to be adding what is they're calling the Hut Lane. Hut Hut! The Hut Lane. Yeah, more than 1,500 locations across this great country, specifically uh, dedicated to digital order pickups, Nick. So the Hut Lane will allow customers to pick up orders placed in advance with the Pizza Hut app and PizzaHut.com. Patrons can later pull up to the window and grab their order without ever having to leave their car. Oh, so it's the equivalent of a drive-thru. Essentially drive-thru. And, you know, uh, uh, basically... Um, you know, in, in some instances, I think uh, McDonald's has it. So when you do a mobile order, there's even some parking spots that you go and they'll come out and bring. So it's it's really kind of like an advanced version of the car hop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Sonic or uh, A&W used to do Yeah, and now, in, in fact, if you order digitally through Sonic, you go and then when you arrive, you arrive one of their stalls and you tell them where it's at, you're at and boom. I don't think I've ever used a fast food app. To oh, man, you're missing out. Really? How is it any different than a drive? I'll tell you multiple reasons why. Uh, there's less likelihood for them to screw up your order. Okay. You can make any kind of amazing change you didn't even know you could make to your food. Which I always recommend doing because it keeps it fresh after having worked in fast food before. 
um, and uh, it's prepared. It's ready. When I mean, you, you pull up and boom, it's just it's, it's that simple. Plus, like I've said many times before, uh, when using an app, you get special offers that you normally wouldn't get. I mean, discounted food, and why not? All right. Uh, yeah, I've never, I've never had that. I'm, well, the other part of it is I'm not doing it a whole bunch, so I, I really haven't had the the ability to or the desire to download a whole bunch of stuff. But it's the same thing, like um, with like this this hut lane, I guess. Hut hut. I I can't I can't at least right now see myself using it because when it's it's a pizza thing for me it's usually when the boys are there and it's usually a spur of the moment yeah, idea yeah and so it's like well listen it'll come to me all i have to do is is just make that happen and so uh the the thinking ahead and planning ahead of it that usually involves uh is not a thing and then when it has the option to come to you i'm probably gonna always take that option as well but i can certainly see it being a thing especially you know usually if there's pickup options in a normal world sometimes that'll be discounted like you know you can you can get discount pizza deals if you pick up your order as opposed to have it delivered kind of yeah and let me tell you something fatties don't want to get out of their car <laughs> oh okay speaking for all of us although i will say this listen uh i miss dining in at a pizza hut that was a big part of my childhood yeah the like, salad bar the sal and they always had the video games the tabletop pac-man yeah, games and yeah. stuff like that that was a huge deal I, I i would i would tell you what i would go to a retro pizza hut before i would use the hut lane Somebody make that happen. Give me my retro pizza hut like it used to be when I was a kid in the 80s, and I'd be all for that. Playing tabletop video games, yeah. hanging out, drinking beer at the pizza hut. That was a thing. Not when you were a kid, obviously. Right. But it's when, that's how uh, the parents would stay busy while the kids were, you know, dragging by for quarters. So uh, maybe that's the next thing as we uh, as nostalgia is as big as it is. We can go back to the, although I guess you'd have to find these table hut games or tabletop games, which aren't exactly easy. So either way, a changes are coming. No, making them all over again now. Is that what's happening? Oh, yeah. Well, good. See, maybe there's something to my idea. Think about it. I'm using intellectual property right now on the radio. So how about, how about a retro idea. Pizza Hut inside your driving movie theater? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, if I can get the license, I can do it. Uh, it's so funny, man. It's one of those deals where like I, every time I look around, I like see like a, a like a piece of land where I'm like, that would be perfect for a drive-in. And then I'm like, there's no way in hell I would ever be able to afford anything like that right now with the way real estate is. So uh, my drive-in dream with the real estate market the way it is, is slowly dying. A It's bleeding out like right in front of me. Yeah, there's got to be some sucker out there that wants to give you a couple million bucks. We'll find him. I'm going to have to figure out how to weasel my way into an existing drive-in. That's really the only way it's going to ever work. And my dream's ever going to come true. Morning after. Hostile takeover. That's <laughs> right. I'm just going with a briefcase full of money until the family to get out morning after with nick and big j we are gonna do some bad impressions that is next to the x rocks oh nick and big j on 100.3 the x yeah we'll get you some free music here from the uh the uh from the band bring me the horizon uh their latest album which is called post-human survival horror you should need to figure out bad impressions here this morning Here's our phone number, 208-287-1003. If you would like this new album download style sent to your email, courtesy of Big J, now would be a very good time for you to get on the phone. Bad Impressions works like this. Big J has prepared three clues. They're individual, they are separate clues, but yet collectively they all point to somebody pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in three clues or less, then congratulations. You've got brand new music coming to you from us. Hello, The X. 
Good morning. Good morning, sir. You're up first. Good luck to you. <clears throat> what I really want is more cowbell. <laughs> next, next I won an Oscar for my role in Deer Hunter. <laughs> Last one. I'm known for my strange speaking cadence. <laughs> gotta be Robert De Niro, eh? No. Oh, no. No. <laughs> Listen, I used to be able to do this impression <laughs> to a slight you degree. You had it at the very beginning, and then the yeah. more it went on, things slowly but surely slipped away from you, but that should not I... be held against you at all. <laughs> Hello, the X. I'm no Craig hey Gass, guys. okay? Hey, man, did you hear Big Jay's impression? The wrong <laughs> question. Yeah, Nick. I would love to hear him again, but uh, no, it's Christopher Walken. Uh, well done, thank you. Christopher Walken. And you saved Big Jay as well. Uh, that what is appreciated. What I really want is more cowbell. Uh, why is Christopher Walken in the news? Uh, it is Mr. Walken's birthday today. I saw it was trending, and I was like, oh, no. But uh, <laughs> no, good news. He's uh, still very much alive. Uh, it is it is really, really uh, sad, the state of affairs that we were in. The second we see anybody trending that you're a fan of, you go, oh, oh Mary, mother well, of God, well, what has he done? When they're older, especially. <laughs> right, that's also true. And so uh, it, it was happy to find out, and I was, it was very funny to be a part of that when you were like, oh, no, Christopher Walken is trending. Oh, it's just his birthday. Oh, shoot. Uh, so a happy birthday. To, how old is he? Did you just say? 78. Happy birthday, Christopher And Walken. he's got a couple TV shows going here. Huh? Bert, a, a show called Bert, or oh, no, I'm sorry, he plays Bert in a show called Severance. Okay. And then The Offenders. Uh, the I don't, I haven't heard of either. Of these yeah, shows. no, I haven't either. Uh, unless that Severance show is on HBO, it might be. Uh, either way, a happy birthday to Christopher Walken. Hopefully, it is a fantastic one. Uh, good to see you trending on Twitter and the young people paying attention to you as well. Morning after with Nick and Big J, we wrap up this show here next on the X Rock. <laughs> pretty reckless and so it went here on the morning after with nick and big J. that's exactly how we're going to wrap up the old morning after today thank you very much for tuning into us this last day of march 2021 it is appreciated i do believe earlier in the show we we saw big J become a fan of pete davidson and machine gun kelly in front of our very eyes well his the acting side of machine gun kelly right 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 no no we're just talking strictly about the movie here again as he uh was going into the movie thinking he was going to hate it but ended up enjoying Big Time Adolescence, yeah. which you can check out on Hulu. It's officially Big J approved. I'm not always contrarian. That's true. Uh, well, you contrarian against yourself this time around. It was self-contrarianism <laughs> that you ended up pulling off. Only today. I could pull off self-contrarianism. <laughs> uh, but also, it is a big day for you as well. Give all the details again for the people. Yeah, today my beard takes the long walk to being uh, cut off at uh, the Beardsmith at 4 p.m. We'll have the live feed uh, up on uh, Big J's official uh, Facebook page, and then we'll share it uh, on the X's page. Um, You can check that out, and uh, you can still buy your raffle tickets if you want at the Boise Beardsmith, uh, 10 bucks a pop. All the money goes to the Alzheimer's Association of the Greater Idaho, and so it's for a fantastic cause. Congratulations again on raising all the money in the short amount of time that you did it. I hope you're very proud. You should be. I will give you a final accounting of it uh, tomorrow. Beautiful. Uh, speaking of, go ahead. Oh, as I was going to say, and then I'm working on some uh, ideas for uh, the Longest Hall 2. 
which is June 20th? Yep. Okay. Uh, so there are cool things on the horizon as well and another chance for you to help out a great organization here in the Treasure Valley. Uh, tomorrow we'll get that recap of uh, a clean-shaven Big J on this show. Plus, he'll give us a little bit of a nerd alert tomorrow too. Another chance of those Phil and Salmo tickets as well. So it should be a good Thursday for you too. Jason Drew swinging in here next. We shall see you tomorrow. You guys have a good one. It's the X right